Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's up, Mains? Welcome to Blazing Rye Radio. You're checking with smoking nephew Blazing Rye. And uh, tonight is Thursday, August 11th, 2016, 9 p.m. in the evening. And I would like to welcome the Shade to my better and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, Mains? Good, man. How you doing, man? Hey! Sweating like a box of baby. I don't stumble the phone Could have been a heaven sent to me. An angel sent to get me free. I was in a stranger to me. And my help keeps telling me that this is not supposed to happen. First I trip, then I slip, then I fail. You made me, you made me love you, babe. Made me love Ooh. you, made me. What's up, man? You made me love you. You made me love you. Yes. <laughs> A little Kells going into Barry White. Uh, so. What the hell is going on with you, bro? You, 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 uh, you, are you, you're moving again. You are a nomad. I'm a nomad, man. I'm no man, man. No man, man. No man, no man, no man, no man. Oh my God! I had to move once I found out Andrew moved over near me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, shout out to Andrew. No, man. Uh, you know, I've been living in this in this apartment in Hartford for uh, almost a year and a half, and uh, I got this notice. You know, I get this frantic call from my landlord, first of all, and uh, they're like, "Oh, you know, uh, you had to call this lady. There's a, there's a real problem." So then I called this lady, uh, and she works with the licensed inspections in uh, Hartford, and she says that it's been an illegal apartment. You know, so, and uh, without me knowing, and um, you know, because they never got the proper uh, license, because it used to be a, a business, an office that they used, the landlord. Then they moved out and they converted to residential, but they never filed the proper paperwork. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know unwittingly or deliberately so. And uh, so basically, I, I was living illegally for a year and a half, and uh, I had to get, I had to vacate the place as soon as possible, and so I had to find the uh, you know, alternative housing. So I moved within like two weeks, uh, basically even closer to my workplace. Uh, so now I'm on Main Street in Hartford uh, versus West Hartford. So it's ridiculous. And then I'm moving in about three months to Philadelphia because I took that job. So it's been a lot of moving going on. Jesus, that sounds uh, very, very stressful. Are you stressed out? I'm stressed out, yeah, definitely. I, trust me, like... um. Financially, it's killing me, too, because I, uh, first of all, I had to break this lease uh, with my old landlord, 
and I'm still waiting for security deposits from them and everything like that. And I had to basically get a new apartment with new security deposit and rent, which is higher. Uh, but the city's supposed to help me out, but the city takes forever in terms of uh, reimbursing you. So it's, it's killing my bank account right now. But I, uh, I don't understand. Yeah, why just, are why are you being financially penalized if it was an illegal apartment through no fault of your own? I don't understand. I know. I know. I know. That's that's a good point. But the the, the city's supposed to help you out with relocation, and uh, they do, but they take forever. So, um, you know, in order to secure an apartment, they want the money right away, and they're not going to wait on the city for uh, you know, what could, they said two to six weeks to send the money. So I had to pay it out of my own pocket for now and stretch things a little bit and uh, mm-hmm. try to do that. And then I had to now also look for Philadelphia housing. So it's me nuts. So I'm glad you chose Philadelphia because w- w- the other one was what? in the, the other option was in the Cayman Islands. Where was it? I had a couple options. I had a couple. I had um, – well, the first one was in Guam, believe it or not. I re- Are you serious? You know what the funny thing is, I'm dead serious. The first, the, the, <laughs> the funny thing is, I remember when we played paper uh, towel champ, uh, paper towel uh, championships, and uh, <laughs> I do you remember when Jesus was like the reigning champion from Guam. Yeah, that's you. And, uh, it, it, was, it was ridiculous. I, I don't know. It was very random. But uh, yeah, but anyways, I got the I got a job in Guam, similar to what I'm doing here now, and uh, uh-huh. I turned it down. But that was a great job because they paid for everything, relocation, mm-hmm. housing, car, everything over there. It was ridiculous. But um, and then I got Virgin Islands, and then I got Philly. And Philly's a different job because it's more of a uh, the other two are the same exact thing as I do in Harper, two different locations and. The one in Philly is more of a quasi-managerial kind of job, so I'm going to take that. And uh, But Philly is freaking expensive, man. I didn't know Philly's that expensive, what? bro. What are you talking oh, yeah. about, Philly's? What do you mean, Philly's expensive, oh, yeah. bro? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. you mean the, the housing in Philadelphia is expensive? Oh that what you mean? yeah, in Philly, it's like <laughs> at, least, at least the area where I'm going to be working is like uh, kind of near Upenish, and it's like uh, you know one bedrooms are like uh, twelve hundred and above. It's like eighteen you know, hundred. It's like nuts. I mean, twelve hundred for one bedroom sounds great to to this New Yorker. I understand. That's that's true. That's true. I <laughs> I have to say I'm a little spoiled. Living in the great city of Hartford, I pay like <laughs> my previous rent was like eight hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's the problem like, is you, you know, Hartford thousands. is a great city. Let me ask you something. <laughs> uh, imagine that you were four years old and Woo! it was it was your fourth birthday, and Woo! your grandparents gave you a uh, present that they sent to you for your fourth birthday, and it's a DVD of the second season of Greatest American Hero. What would your reaction be at four? (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Yeah! Hell yeah! That's what my reaction would be. And then I would proceed to 
throw blocks at young children and push kids <laughs> over. Well, you really you got very method with that. It's like I'm talking to Dustin Hoffman all of a sudden, and I'm John Gilgood, and I'm saying when you come back from running around, running the block, and I say, "What's wrong with you?" You said, "Oh, I just ran." I said, "It's called acting, my dear boy." So um, that's what a friend of mine's four-year-old daughter got for her fourth birthday. It's not. It's just the second season of this old ass show. On DVD, not even on Blu-ray, and that's for your fourth birthday. It's a girl too. I don't know. I mean, it's, what do you think about that gift? I think uh, for the girl, it doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, I guess we're, I guess if we're straying away from uh, being gender-minded in, in a way, it's uh, it's not a bad idea, but it's it's still a terrible idea. I don't, you know, this show is old as hell. It's DVD, like you said. It's a terrible gift. I don't know, but whoever gave this gift is an incredible person. I don't know whoever did that was was great. <laughs> Let me. Who do you think this these grandparents are voting for in the upcoming presidential election? <laughs> well, they seem to be like from a century behind. So, Donald <laughs> J. Trump. That's right. And what state do you think that they live in? Oh, wow. Florida. Close. I mean, not geographically close, but like uh, mentally close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, Nevada. You're getting geographically closer now. Utah. Utah. All right, so that's three guesses. You're out of here. Uh, it's oh. Arizona. 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 Oh, Arizona. I was kind of closest. Yeah, closest. <laughs> yeah, so what a Trump, – Trump-supporting grandparents living in Arizona get you a second season of The Greatest American Hero. And the only thing that I know – but did you ever watch that show? I think that show is before no, our time. No, I never watched that show. That show sounded terrible. <laughs> well, the only thing I remember about it is the Seinfeld episode when George had his outgoing voicemail be the theme song, and he goes, "Believe it or not, George not- isn't at home. Leave a message at the, beep. at the beep. I might be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home." Oh. I mean, it was a great, great, great moment episode. of television. Yeah. I'm sure that moment of Seinfeld was a thousand times better than any episode of The Greatest American Hero. <laughs> You're probably right, yes. Because I don't know yeah. if anybody who's seen that damn show. <laughs> Me neither. Oh, man. Uh, well, if you're if you're looking if you're in the market for a gift for a child a, a girl child a female child or a male child who identifies as female and you want to get that person a gift this upcoming Christmas just look in the DVD bin at Walmart for uh, the second season of the Greatest American Hero on standard definition DVD. <laughs> So I mean, how do you? How much do you think they paid on that gift? Oh, probably about uh, five bucks. That's a lot. Ten that's bucks? Yeah, that's being generous. I feel like it's more like two or three. Yeah, it's probably like two ninety nine. Kind of. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. The bargain bin. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, there might have so, been stolen it. I don't know. <laughs> um, or or probably gotten it used from some bargain place, like a store or something. Um, so our you know our major um, issue in life, John Weeks, is that we dedicate tons of our time between you and me to other people's yes. wet weddings and bachelor parties. Right, that's our major oh, uh, yeah. our tra- our tragic uh, flaw or whatever, if you will. Um, yeah. So. I got an invite earlier this week to Jason Friedman's wedding, and I, I told him I'm going oh. to the wedding. <laughs> I told him I'm going to the wedding. I knew the wedding is in St. Louis, your old stomping ground. Um, oh, wow. I, and so I, I open up the invitation, and I figure yeah. I'm going to go there and um, you know not pay more than $100 per night for a hotel, and uh, you oh, know, it would no. be convenient. But anyway, I... I open the invitation and it says the hotel or whatever. I look, the special group pricing for the hotel is $229 for a room for one person per night. And so I told him, you know, I'm probably not going to stay at that hotel. And um, then I keep reading the invitation and it says we'll provide a bus for, from, for transportation to the wedding. And I'm thinking, like, no, I'm renting a car. I ain't taking a bus. Then there's no exit strategy. You know what I mean? Then I can't get out of there if I want to. Um, right. So, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, you're fucked. And, and he said there's going to be a bus with a lot of snacks. And, and I said, I don't do snack buses. But on the card, it says, <laughs> and then he said, I hear snack buses are the bee's knees. And I said, nah, 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 I'll bring a car. So I'm going to you know, have to rent a car there. Uh, but I keep reading. It says we'll provide a shuttle, or you can drive. The wedding venue is 70 miles <laughs> away from the hotel. 70 Are you miles. Serious? Like, Did he add a zero accidentally and on that invitation? And then I texted him yesterday. I said, I just want to make sure I'm not misreading it or it's not a typo. <laughs> it is 70, right? And he said, yep, going to be a nice coach bus, though, with snacks. And that's when I said I don't do snack buses. Um, but that's uh, just 70 miles. I mean, what? that's, you know, obviously it's nowhere near St. Louis. It's in some, I don't know, it's in some barn somewhere. This is a terrible idea. I mean, like, first of all, is there anything in relation to the hotel between the, and the wedding? Or is it just some place that people are staying? Why, why do you need the hotel... <laughs> That was an hour and a half away. I think it's just let's find the most expensive hotel we can, man. Why not? Oh my God! Is he from St. Louis? No, but his fiance is. But the other weird thing is, Friedman is one of the cheapest people that I know, and I'm not saying that to be <laughs> anti-Semitic, but he's very cheap, <laughs> and um. And and he's you know this is a I mean this is going to be an absurd expense for me. This sounds like a thousand dollar trip here. I mean you got to fly out there. You got to get to the hotel. Uh, you know regardless you're going to be spending at least hundred hundred fifty dollars on a hotel. Then you're going to be getting a car. You're going to have to travel an hour and a half both ways. <laughs> this sounds insane. This sounds just like Jesus's wedding. This is. A, no, 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 no. Nothing will ever be worth it. And the other thing about this True. that's better than Jesus' wedding is that the um, the, I, I already 
I think I told you on the show, I already said no to the bachelor party. Because they said we'll good, do good, 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 good. I'm so yeah. happy you did that. Yeah, me I'm too. Because they said we're doing a, a weekend someplace upstate New York, a weekend away. You know, we'll do tubing and blah blah blah, and and you know oh, do mushrooms. Idea. And, bad idea. And and I just I I just wrote back to Fondulis and Kevin, and I just said I you know uh, I'm out for for reasons I've previously discussed with Fondulis, <laughs> but I have no idea if Fondulis remembers those reasons. But I remember that he and I both agreed we were both retired from Destination Weekend Long Bachelor Parties. I said after John Robert Wallace. <laughs> Murphy's bachelor party. I was retired from it. Anyway, I guess Fondulis is one of the coordinators of it, so he has to go. Even though fucking Jay Rawlings didn't go to John Murphy's, and he was in the fucking you know best man, and then he didn't also didn't show up to the rehearsal dinner. Showed up an hour late to the rehearsal thing, and then he never rehearsed. The, never mind. You know, terrible best man. I mean, no, I great totally kid. agree. Yeah. Um, so, great kid, so, but um, what was most annoying was Jay Rawlings was a. He was calling people up to go to the bachelor party. He never even went himself. Yeah, that's the thing. No good. And then he gave that, you know, that best man speech that was just, I mean, it's no. only, oh, was- it's only, it was only trumped by Ken Sutha. <laughs> very true, very true. Ken, Ken Sutha delivered probably the worst bachelor <laughs> party speech. Worst, uh, you know, worst speech. I've ever heard in my whole life. I think he probably was the worst groomsman of all time. Best man. He was the best man. Yeah, he was a terrible best man. He was the worst best man I've WBM. ever seen in my life. Do no. you um do you remember I don't remember a thing he said in his speech, do you? I don't remember anything at all. I don't even remember it being nice. I don't even remember him saying anything, quite frankly. I all I remember him is like on the in the bachelor party, you know, complaining about everything. I think it was and then talking about Beyonce. I remember that. That's about it. Yeah. Well, he's got some, he's got some soul searching to do. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, for anyone listening who has no clue what the hell we're talking about, as I've always said. This show is not episodic. It's not like you can pop on an episode of Law & Order SVU and you know everything that's going on. This is more like Lost, where right. if you don't, you know, you need to follow the whole story. So please go back right. to three years ago when this started and listen to the hours and hours upon hours. <laughs> Every episode. But, <laughs> but just so you know, this wedding that we keep referencing it, that Ken was the best man at, Weeks and I were groomsmen, it was... One of the most traumatic experiences of both of our lives. I think that in a way, it, it I mean, it definitely brought us closer together. We probably wouldn't be doing the show yeah. right now without that goddamn wedding. But it was so traumatic that any time we start to bring it up or anything, then we just go on tirades every time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I have, like, survivor uh, syndrome uh, ever since that wedding. It's like the bachelor party, too, and the wedding and the planning for the bachelor party. Even the planning, I, you know, it's... I can't. I can't think it. I can't even think about it. I mean, like, whenever I think about planning for that, I never want to plan ever again in my life. It's just ridiculous. Uh, you know, and that bachelor party was disastrous and it's so awful in so many ways that uh, I just think that there was a higher force that didn't want this to happen. You know, I just I, it, it has strengthened my belief in in the devil and. <laughs> And all bad things in the world and evil 
that wedding was, oh my goodness, that wedding was, uh, you couldn't write a, a worse horror story. I mean, this was terrible. I, the, the, the wedding cake falling over the edge and the reaction and <laughs> the, the, the band and, oh my God, the guests, the guests themselves were scary. They scared the hell out of me, those people. Oh they my looked, God. Uh, it was just they looked like very mutant. scary to me. Crawling out of the woods. Yeah, it, it looked was like, like you know something out of uh, Deliverance. <laughs> the only thing that I can compare it to from my own personal reality was I went to a John Fogarty concert at Oakdale <laughs> in Wallingford, Connecticut, and my dad noticed that all these hippies were like crawling out of the woods, and that's kind of how it was with this wedding, except they were mutants, like mutant hippies from the south. Yes, absolutely. The mutant hippies from the south, like like Neil and uh, you know these uh, guys. You know, I could just see them like no. chewing tobacco, spitting, spitting everywhere. Uh, <laughs> you know, in that band. Oh my, that band was like <laughs> band, the band was more depressing than the the band playing uh, while the Titanic sunk. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was so depressing. It was like a, a funeral, and then uh, you know the cake falling over was so so. Uh, I don't know. It's so, it oh. so necessary in a way. It yeah. was almost like destined to happen because this was such yeah. a bad wedding that the cake had to go over. <laughs> I just want to point out that the biggest smile on John Weeks's face the entire <laughs> wedding bachelor party, whatever, was when their wedding cake fell over the edge of the horse <laughs> that we were on. Yeah, it was, he enjoyed that moment immensely. Mm. I really did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. For just a couple minutes, I was satisfied <laughs> that not all the elements of the world were against you and I, that, that there was some negative happening to everybody at that wedding. It was just, you know, then we had to clean up afterwards, and oh, my God. And all the disasters that happened before and after and, you know, <laughs> our flight was canceled. Billy's <laughs> too. Oh. That son of a bitch. That son of a bitch. <laughs> Let me play yeah, that. Your timeline uh, is uh, skewed. You do remember that. Uh, uh, is, 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 so our flight didn't get canceled at Newark. It got canceled at the at Charlotte. That's right. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Because it's Billy's too. That son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is what we do. Anytime we mention it, we both go on tirades. And the thing is, it never ends. And yeah. so last time we, that we did this, Vinny uh, B, who's a frequent guest on the show and, and uh, helps us out from time to time, he said, uh, oh, you got to tell me about that wedding tomorrow. And my first thought was, how in the hell can I? I mean, that is impossible. No. There's no it, way. It is impossible. It would you know, take One day, you know, so almost over like a whole week. We had to get back together and try to remember all the details, write a uh, book on it. I don't think we'll survive, but no, uh, that book that book will be amazing. I think what needs amazing. to happen, I th- and I've thought about this. I forgot to tell you this. I thought about this recently. What needs to happen, I think, for this is I think we need an impartial moderator, and we mm-hmm. need to dedicate and and it needs to be in person. All of us in the room. And it and it needs to be the moderator, and I think it probably should be Vinny B asking us, yes. you know, what happened. And the entire episode needs to be dedicated to just this one traumatic, horrible story. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. And if this episode goes for four or five hours, just let it go. Let it go. And that's, like, short compared to what I'm thinking. That's short, yes. (laughs) That's short. Um, I'm saying four or five because I don't think I could survive any longer than that going through those – Going through that episode, I mean, that was just the bachelor party. Just the planning for the bachelor party, I wanted to kill myself. It was terrible. Yeah, well, that's Remember what that? I kind of got reminded. Yeah, that's what I kind of got reminded of with the new planning for the bachelor party with Friedman's, and I was like, no, no, fuck no. But yeah, the, all those stupid <laughs> polls, and then like certain cities would win the polls, and then the Yaleys would be like, right, no, we're right, going to right. New Orleans. Ugh, those goddamn doodle polls, doodle. <laughs> Doodle or Google? No, remember they wanted to do doodle polls. I said doodle. Oh, yeah. And uh, they were they, all Yaleys, and it was yeah. terrible. I mean, they overanalyzed everything. And then we did the doodle poll, and we didn't even choose the one that won out on the mm. doodle poll. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm so tense now. But, uh, but I have two more wedding things to discuss with you that I knew we were going to get on yes. that tirade. But, um, so Sorry. He, so. Another so the, the the second wedding thing that I'll discuss before Fogarty gets on the air uh, is yes. that I got an invitation today to a wedding and I have not oh. opened it yet. So this is for my little sister from Syracuse Drama, not real biological sister, but my you know how like fraternities and sororities have littles like we have. Oh the same yeah, thing. yeah. So this is my little sister Jenna. She's getting married to her fiance Alistair. They've been together a long time. Um, all wow. of us, we see each other maybe twice a year on our birth on our birthdays. Like I am always at Jenna's birthday. She's all she and Alistair are always at my birthday. Like killer birthday oh, record. Nice. So I'm gonna open this. And oh, oh my god, you got another wedding. So you have two weddings now. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I'm going to open this, and I want us to just do a little – I'm going to put the letter to my forehead, a la Karnak, okay. and I, I want us both both to chant, <laughs> chant uh, please be local, 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 be local. They live in Brooklyn. Be local, be local, be local. I have a distinct feeling that the wedding will be in the Poconos, so I'm just hoping – Oh, my God. I'm hoping it's local. Like, Poconos is in Pennsylvania, right? That's close enough. No good? Yeah, that's not too bad. I, but I think, be local, I think be it's going to be local. I think it's going to be Manhattan. No way. Be local, be local, be local, be local. All right, I'm going to... Be local, be local, I'm going to open it. Be local, be local, be local, be local. Please, this is, be local, be local, be local. Please, be local, be local. Please, be local. Please, be local. Please, be local. All right, please. together... Please, be with local. Loving families, Jenna Lindsay Curtis and Alistair James Kuti requests the pleasure of your company on their wedding day, Saturday, the 24th of September. Oh, God. 2016 at 4 o'clock. I'm going to, bro, I'm going to have fucking three weddings in a row, I'm realizing. Like the last week oh of September, first week in October, second week in October. Um, Saturday, the 20, 24th, around four, uh, 2016 at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's at the Shawnee Inn in Shawnee on Delaware, Pennsylvania. Where is that? Oh, is that... you're right. Is that the Poconos? I think that's the Poconos. <laughs> is that the Poconos? Yeah, it's the Poconos. Yeah. The Poconos. yeah. Uh, Let me see. Let's see how long it takes to get there. Can I drive there? 
Let me see. This sounds like a terrible location. Yeah, the Pekinese the Main. So I'm going to look up the Google Maps now. And, I mean, by the way, this handwriting on this shit is really hard to read. Uh, or it's, you know, it, it's not it even handwriting. It sounds terrible. It's typed out, but where it says, like, the important proper nouns, it's in um, strange cursive. The Shawnee Inn, I believe it says. The Shawnee Inn. That just doesn't sound right. It sounds very scary. It sounds like you're going to an Indian reservation. It sounds terrible. <laughs> well, you, that, first of all, that's racist. Secondly, um, the, <laughs> yeah. I, I just looked it up. It's only 63 miles away. Oh, that's not bad. That's just an hour away. Okay, all right. Actually, it's well. It's saying it's an hour and forty minutes away. Why is wait? Now it's Whoa. saying ninety-two. Now it's saying it's ninety-two miles. How did that change all of a sudden? Oh my! Right. I tell you, there's other forces at work here. This is very <laughs> scary. The devil that you now believe in. <laughs> That's um, right. Yeah. Ever okay. Since well, waiting, I believe in the devil. This this is really not. This is not bad. This is not bad. Um, it's not bad. So, it's, 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 that's a blessing. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yes, a uh, blessing from the you devil. You said you had three? Yeah, yeah, well, there's another one. That's, so, Friedman's is the first weekend in October, but then the, the next one after that is, uh, you know, my downstairs neighbor from home, Eva. She's marrying somebody, some guy named Frank the next weekend, and i got to go to that. Oh, my God. Where is that? I think it's in – oh, it's at the, I think it's at the lawn – I think it's at the lawn club in New Haven. Oh, the I lawn think. club. Oh, the lawn no, club. No, wait. No, no, it's not there. No, they're no, they're not that rich. I think it's at Anthony's in East Shore in New Haven. The um the place that like Oh I think we, Anthony's is a nice place. Yeah, we would have our prom there and shit like that, you know, There's stuff like that I think we would have there during right. high school. So I think it's there. Um so you know, that's gonna be just fucking torture. It will be. Uh, you sure yeah. are, are the king of weddings. You gotta write a book. You gotta write a huge book on this thing. All yeah, I've, I know. I've well, I've started it, but I can never, you know, I, I never just. I, I'm not a good planner. I, I need to plan out time. I had a girl on the show once, woman on the show once, who said that she wrote her book every Tuesday night. She had two kids and a wife and whatever, and she she still every Tuesday night she planned on writing at a cafe and she did it. You know, I'm I'm not that kind of person where I plan anything. So I really need to be better at that, and I don't know how because I never have been. <laughs> but, I mean, that's not too bad. I mean, uh, you have the wedding in the Poconos. It's not too bad. The one the one in St. Louis, though, this is, this sounds like it's going to be a nightmare. I mean, this is, this is a bit much. 70 miles away yeah. from the hotel. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just crazy. Why? I don't know why they would put the hotel 70 miles. I mean... Choose a closer hotel. Right, right. So, so what are you gonna do? Are you gonna live? Are you gonna stay near the, uh, the actual wedding ceremony? You know, so not seventy miles away, but maybe ten miles away. No, I don't think so because I, 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 I want to see St. Louis. You know, I want to go to the record right. store and, and get a record from St. Louis, like I'd been doing at all my adventures, is going to and getting yeah. records at all these places. I hear there's some great ones in St. Louis, and I don't really, you know, want to do anything else there, so it's kind of ridiculous. But you know, there's that. <laughs> Where the hell is St. Louis? Huh? What? What? Is this your first time in St. Louis? Yeah, I've never been. I I don't hear good things. Well, I, I mean, 
uh, it, it's not a bad city. It's it's, a lot, it's got its pretty parts, but uh, it's desolate and barren, like uh, in some areas. But I think it's making a, a small comeback. It's not a bad city. Definitely check out the Arch. Definitely check out Del Mar Loop in the West End, Central West End. Very nice areas. Mm-hmm. Um, very yeah, hipsterish. Very nice. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good. Yeah, maybe I will. Ch- I mean, I won't have much time. Um, but uh, I don't know where Fogarty is. Do you? I have no idea where Fogarty's been. He's just he's a strange one sometimes. <laughs> well, I know that he's he like flies he's, around. I mean, ge- geographically, he is um, more. Um, I mean, he's in Virginia. He's in the mountains in Virginia, so maybe he doesn't have any cervix. Uh, oh, I think he the cervix might be off. I think he doesn't have any cervix. Uh, what the hell is he doing see. in Virginia? What the hell? I, I think he's doing something for his play for the Lillian uh, Smith oh. thing. I wonder. Oh. I wonder. I don't know. I mean, can we get someone else to to read Fogarty's jokes? Yeah, can we get the Vinny B? We can try Vinny B, but I gotta, I gotta email him the jokes. I don't know if he has access to. I don't know where he is. I don't know if he has access to email or anything. I know he's listening, but I don't know. Right now, what's Vinny doing? Yeah, I think he is listening hey, right now. Vinny, call to the show. We need you, man. <laughs> we, Vinny, we need you. Uh, <clears throat> we need you, uh, Vinny. Come on. Let me send. I'll send him the jokes and hope for the best. So I'm gonna send him the jokes. And let's see, because Fogarty does not seem to be appearing, which he said may happen. So I told him I would get an understudy. I told him I would get him an understudy. And uh, he said, like, (laughs) hell, you will. And then I didn't, because he said, like, hell, hell you will. will. (laughs) Like, hell, you will. Uh, I'm going to email. Where where does his mother live now? Is his mother in New York with him? Miss Daisy? Miss Driving Miss Daisy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she's – I don't know where she is, but she is a terror. I think she's in New York, yeah. <laughs> She's always going down to Florida for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I Yeah, well, I think he still needs to do stuff like that. We do have a – we do have a caller, so let me see if this is our, our knight in shining armor. Let's is see this here. Is this – uh, it's 718. What's your name? Where are you checking in from? Yeah, it's me, goddammit. Oh! oh the wizard. Wizard. Y'all be talking about Miss Daisy and shit, and me going back and forth in Florida and shit. Be putting all my business and shit all up and out there. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah, we're talking about you, wizard. Goddamn, <laughs> wonder where my pimp juice is and shit. Hit these, bitch. Uh, worried about you, wizard. John Weeks, you know what time it is. Oh my God! So how's that the one with Tom Parker? Hey, Ryan. <laughs>
Tom Fogarty, Tom, Tom Fogarty. That's right. What's going on, Wizard Man? Not me. I'm like so laid back I totally forgot about it. We had a couple <laughs> We had a couple twenty four ounce margaritas at Margarita Thursday at Ooh. El Rodeo across the street from us at the motel here Ooh. in Virginia. And then mm. I got my ass right. in the pool and freed Willie for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> And then I couldn't get out of the pool because my fat ass, I got so used to being weightless in there that when I tried to hit back into earth and gravity and shit, the bitch said, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> so I had to sit there and catch my breaths. I thought I was going to have to call one of these big old construction dudes to come and get in the water and push my ass up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't you like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. You, you know I was born and reared in Florida several times. Ooh. <laughs> what what do you what do you do? Where are you? You're in Virginia and what are you doing there? We're in Virginia on our, we're in Virginia on our way to Charlotte, North Carolina tomorrow. And we'll Ooh. be there for a couple of days and then we go to the Lillian Smith Center up on Screamer Mountain in Georgia. Oh, uh, okay. And what do you yeah, be what do yeah. you be doing with the uh with the Lillian Smith project now? Uh this this is the first time that I'm gonna be there without having to work on Lillian Smith and Strange okay. Truth. Ooh. I'm actually gonna be working on the play that I've been writing for the last year, so nice. it's gonna oh. be kinda, gonna be kinda different. Awesome. Just, oh, just yeah. me time up just me time up in the land of dinner near 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 Yep. Uh, you know that is where this is. I've told ooh, you that huh? story, right? What have you told you that story, right? Yeah. Yeah, though this this what this place where I go to, it's Streamer Mountain in Clayton, Georgia. And the falls where the rapids are where Deliverance was shot is like 15 minutes from there. So all the townsfolk that you see, all, you know, the like no-tooth sort of like freaky dudes, they're all like Clayton citizens. So this one guy, I'm I'm in this little area called Del, Del, Warburton Del Woman or something. It's just sort of like Indian... Burial Ground, War Woman Dell, or some sort of shit. I don't know. It's some national park shit up there in the mountains and shit. So I'm sitting there one day minding my own damn shit and probably getting a little high. Who knows? And this dumb bitch comes out of the, like, just down a trail and comes up to me. Just old Jethro Goober-looking motherfucker. About my age. <laughs> and he starts talking to me, and he said, I know you know me. <laughs> I don't think so. He said, I know you know me. And I said, no, I don't think I do. He said, you have seen that movie, Deliverance? I said, yes. He said, I had three lines in it, so I know you know me. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty much the conversation. Because I started backing my ass toward the car and got the fuck out of there real fast. (laughs) And wasn't it, it was really him, right? The guy was really in Deliverance? Yeah, it was really him. I, and then I like, you know, went and looked up the movie, and I fucking found him. He's what? got his hand on the. He's standing outside of the pickup truck, and he's got his hand on it. You know, he's like seventeen, eighteen year old kid at that point. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my Why god. Why is he hanging out in the Deliverance Woods? He's gonna. People are gonna think he's gonna that rape everyone. Out of me. I think that's his. I think that's you know how he gets his thrills now. He just pops out of people and goes, "I know you know me." You're <laughs> the crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. Oh, Freaked my ass out. Like I said, I backed my ass to the car. Uh, I know you know me. <laughs> I know you know. Me. I know you know me. <laughs> yeah. So let's make him my first hot mess of the night. Yeah. And what's your second hot mess, Sire? Well, my second hot mess is the current penis debate between Orlando Bloom and my boy Bieber. Okay. Yeah. It's like, what's up with that? You know oh, what I'm I don't talking know. about Orlando, Orlando Bloom, you know, paddling the, the like board there with Katy Perry sitting there like she's some sort of Hindu statue and yeah. shit. And then he's there with like a semi dark heart on. Semi <laughs> <laughs> And then Justin Bieber Justin Bieber is the picture of him. He's clearly coming out of some very cold water because we've seen that sucker when he's on dry land. Well, I, I mean, I, I thought both cocks looked very nice to me. Yeah, they did, but I mean, it was just like, what was the big to do? I don't Especially know. Especially over the bloom. I think. I mean, he had a nicer do... butt, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, well, the big to do is that Orlando Bloom didn't he like punch Justin Bieber in the face at that nightclub that one time? So then Bieber really? gets naked. Yeah, because they were dating the same girl. And then Bieber. Oh yeah, gets, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Bieber gets naked, so then Bloom gets naked or something. I think it all—it's all some weird mind game they're playing with each other without their clothes on. Ah. <laughs> maybe they're maybe they're fucking one another, and it's just all subterfuge. Oh. That'd be ni- that'd be nice if Orlando Bloom was anywhere near my type, but no, thank you. No. <laughs> he ain't black <laughs> enough. Not Gaysian enough. Who's your final hot mess, sire? Well, since as long as we're talking about songs that are stuck in our head now, I have had that minute work song stuck in my head now since the opening ceremony of the Olympics. You know the one I'm talking about? No. We could be now. No. I come from the land down under. Land down under. Yeah, you remember that one? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, ever since that oiled up Tongo Taekwondo motherfucker came in carrying the flag for Tongo, I've been singing, <laughs> I came on the man down under. <laughs> so, so she a hot mess. <laughs> Definitely a hot mess right there. Yeah. Well, yep. She has fueled guys... fantasies around the world. <laughs> are, speaking of hot messes, are you guys lubed up and ready to joke off? Well, I oh, can have right about that one. All right, let's open it up. Different strokes to rule the world. That's how my dad does it. <laughs> Let me play that one more time. Different strokes to rule the world. That's how my dad does it. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Different strokes to rule the world. 
That's how my dad did. <laughs> Trojan ruled the world. If there's no the world, the world. It's uh. It's Robin Thicke imitating Alan Thicke. Listen one more time. Difference strokes rule the world. <laughs> That's how my dad does it. <laughs> oh, my God. All I know is they both thick. Hey, oh. you got that right, Tommy boy. Two to the night. Uh, all right. Last month, the Democratic National Convention featured speakers like Barack Obama, Joe Biden, and Black. Meryl Streep while the Republican National Convention featured Chachi, Jagger from General Hospital, and Honey Boo Boo. I know. <laughs> How old is Honey Boo Boo now? I missed that. I don't know. I, don't even know I have that no is. idea. <laughs> I don't How old is she now? <laughs> I don't know is why you want to get rid of Is she legal Ew. as far as Papa is concerned? I don't know oh. about that. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Speaking of awkward moments, the most awkward moment of either convention was watching Bill Clinton watch Katy Perry. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jesus. Oh. I did feel so dirty watching him watching her. <laughs> she just I don't know, she just doesn't do it for me. I just find her so bizarre. Mm, yeah. Mm, fair enough. She is bizarre. <laughs> bizarre. How bizarre? How bizarre? How bizarre. No, you, she, you, she looks like the special effects department wants to like shoot lasers out her eyes all the time. Ooh. <laughs> uh-huh. Bill O'Reilly last month responded to Michelle Obama's rousing DNC speech by saying the slaves who built the White House were well-sheltered and well-fed. Responding to criticism, O'Reilly said to relax and that he was actually referring to Camille Cosby. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Because Camille put the roughy in the pudding in the pie. In the... <laughs> Jesus Christ, Weeks. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, I would tell a joke here, but I'll just get to the punchline. Tim Kane. <laughs> now, the only thing I'll say about that is where we had lunch today in Staunton, Virginia. They all love that man because it's a real sort of like liberal pocket in Virginia. And mm-hmm. he's like really well liked down here statewide, apparently. So oh, it's kind, okay. of interesting. it's kind of interesting. But I, I find him like a little, he's sort of like a, who was, who's the dude that like did the scream? Richard that, like, Simmons? Spazzed out? You talking about Richard Simmons? No, 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 no. The the <laughs> VP candidate that did that bizarre like scream. Oh, oh Howard um, Dean. Howard Dean. Howard Dean. He's like a cross between yeah. Howard Dean and, and Dukakis. Oh, Dukakis. Oh, All sort of like rolled into one. He's like the missing brother of the. If you put the three together. <laughs> I, I, I think he's Richard like Simmons? Howard Howard Dean Dukakis and Richard Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like- his, his, his aspect is just so bizarre. <laughs> but apparently he's done some good shit down here. I definitely get a gay vibe from him. Do you? Tim Kane? Uh, 
No. I do, and it could, I think it could have to do with his Catholicism. Ooh. Well, that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> they go hand in hand, or hand in, you know, cock in hand. Uh, some, yeah, something like that. Underage cock in, yeah. Yes, okay. bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Here, hold this, my son. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, at a campaign event in Harrisburg, PA, two weeks ago, Donald Trump called Hillary the devil, to which Hillary replied, I'm not the orange one with their hair on fire. (laughs) Good point. Fire! (laughs) Fire! So we walk and talk. You really turn me on. You really something can. Yes, you are. Texas man, Terry Washington, who's accused of beating a turtle to death with a hammer, alleges he acted in self-defense as the turtle was attacking him with his odor. Apparently, the turtle smelled like cunt. I think. <laughs> and it was his own turtle. <laughs> Oh, oh my terrible. goodness. That's terrible. Did you get it now? That's just terrible. Did you get oh. it now? Now I get it. Oh, I get it. He was probably like a 500-pound dude. His his hoo-ha has like shriveled up into his body. So it turtles. <laughs> it comes out every now and then. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> he, hadn't watched that. he hadn't watched that bitch in a while. Oh, now I get it. Now you get it. Right, Tommy boy. Yep, gives gives new meaning to turtle time, doesn't it? <laughs> so you're saying that that man, the 500 pound man, did not wash his vagina? No, his hoo ha. After it had been in the vagina. Ooh. Oh, 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 okay. I so yeah, the right turtle was smelling. The turtle was smelling like Kislapis. <laughs> okay. Ooh. In a crime straight out of Seinfeld, Brian Edward Everidge is accused of bringing 10,000 bottles and aluminum cans from other states in a budget truck to Michigan to earn 10 cents on each bottle. When, it, when he appeared in front of the judge, the judge said, Hello, Brian <laughs> God. God. But we got there. We got there. Uh yeah. It took a long time, George. <laughs> Police in Swindon Uck. Oh, Swindon, UK. <laughs> Police in Swindon, UK arrested twenty four year old Joshua Hare. After finding 2.7 grams of cocaine stuffed up in his foreskin. Talk about great cover. Now, that's probably another turtle. That's probably another turtle episode. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Damn turtle. Yeah, they found all kinds of shit up in there. They found a turtle. They found his dick. They found the coke. They found the toaster I'd been missing for the last year and a half. (laughs) <laughs> While speaking at the Disabled Veterans Convention in Atlanta on Monday How disabled Obama, were they? 
very disabled. <laughs> President Obama said he's tired of people trash talking America's military and troops. In response, Donald Trump said, "The thing about the troops is they are all losers and very, very boring." Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I can't agree with that. No. No. Now, what, now, now here's. I'm sorry. This is OT for a second. But this like just blew my fucking mind last yesterday. The dude that like was climbing Trump Tower. Yeah. You know the kid yeah. who was like sucking cupping his way up the damn thing, and then they yeah. like right. you know, fucking jerked his ass in and probably beat the crap out of him. But oh yeah. At the end of that whole thing, they said that he was on his way to Bellevue for psychiatric evaluation. Now, oh, wow. he seemed perfectly, you know, logical and just doing what he was doing. But somehow he goes to Bellevue and Trump is still wandering free. <laughs> Trump's running for president. It seems like he should be the one that they should take to Bellevue for psychiatric. <laughs> wow. You got that the right, Tommy. Said we're still climbing. <laughs> okay, speaking uh, of Kaslapis, take it away, Rai Rai. <laughs> Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher's wedding bands only cost $190. It got super awkward when Kutcher proposed, and Kunis said, where's Ashton? <laughs> By the way, that is my favorite joke of all time that I've ever written, so I want to I reread that one more time. Let me try it a do second it again, time. Do try it again. All right, let me try it again. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm pumped up this time. Mila Kunis. Wait a minute, Ashton, this is your favorite? This is my favorite joke I've ever written, and it's getting the womp womp from Tom Fogarty. But whatever the audience Boy, gets, you, right you at, really set the bar low then, didn't you? I think this joke is so funny. So here we go. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher's wedding bands only cost $190. It got super awkward when Kutcher proposed, and Kunis said, ah, Where's Ashton? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. I don't know. <laughs> Where is Ashton? <laughs> Probably up in that turtle hole. Uh, oh, yeah. No, he he Thanks. does not have that problem. Ooh, <laughs> I've been nope. told. Yup. Nope. Former pharmaceutical exec Martin Skrillex. <laughs> tweeted over the weekend that after reviewing a number of videos, he thinks Hillary Clinton has Parkinson's disease. Clinton said she'd seen a lot of videos of <laughs> as well, and she's fairly certain he has fucking cunt disease. Oh! <laughs> Turtle time. A new... A new website called TrumpHoleCovers.com <laughs> is selling cat butt jewelry so that cats can wear a locket containing Donald Trump's face over their anal cavity. I guess that's what happens when you nominate a pussy. Oh, God. 
<laughs> that is pretty amazing. Plus, plus the Donald Trump face on him. <laughs> wow. Butt jewelry. Love it. Right, and 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 San, Santorum's face is on the other end, right? Oh, yeah, Santorum's <laughs> all up in that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's actually the Trump butt thing is in the Santorum, but we we won't go there. So Donald, Donald Trump this week, uh, speaking of, said Second Amendment people should act against Hillary Clinton, marking the first time ever one presidential candidate has openly recommended assassinating his opponent. <laughs> <laughs> There's no punchline. That's just the facts. That's the facts. Yep. Can't argue with the truth. <laughs> Sex product company Pipe Dream Products unveiled the world's largest dildo in California this week, standing at five feet four inches. This doubles the previous tallest dildo world record of six feet and two inches, held by Donald Trump. <laughs> oh man! Wah, wah, wah. That was a pretty good. Uh, that was a good joke. I think that was the best joke. That was very good. Uh, no man, I'm I'm sticking with my Ashton one man. I love that one so much. Well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, then let me read this one again because I realized I missed something. Okay. Six oh no. Product, a pipe dream product unveiled oh, no. the world's largest dildo in California this week, standing at 12 feet and four inches. This doubles the previous tallest dildo. World record of inches held by Donald Trump. I knew that's exactly where you were going with that. Now it's hysterical. Uh, Rude. Weeks, move us on from this. Rude. <laughs> Roger Dilko. The, the real Olympic striving pool changed from blue to green on Tuesday, and nobody there knows why. I know why. I actually recall saying to my wife about two hours ago when I was in the pool, I'm not sure if I peed in it or not. (laughs) What what did she say? She just looked at me sort of quizzically because I'm really not sure. It was just such a non-sequitur. I don't know if I was... If I always do, but I wasn't sure if I had, like, you know, christened this fish nap. Oh, my God. I just, it just suddenly struck me as, I don't know if I've peed in this pool or not. <laughs> Every time you're in a department store, you go, I don't know if I've had diarrhea on the roof yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I always know. Trying to get my girdle down. <laughs> Your dental dam. I'm trying to get my girdle down. Oh, okay. That's how that woman did it. She was struggling with her girdle. So she was bent half over and shit all up the wall. Bogarty, <laughs> 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 can you just can you just remind remind us of that story? What happened exactly? Yeah, my grand my grandmother Sally and her friend Prissy Lett were in the brand new Fields Department Store down in O'Galley, Florida. 
And after about 20 minutes of checking out all the fabulous new, you know, stuff and hearing the light elevator music playing and everything, Chrissy said she had to go to the bathroom. Well, my grandmother realized about 20 minutes later, there was still no Prissy. And just as she was headed towards the bathroom, Prissy comes flying out, grabs her by the hand and says, we, we, we have to go. <laughs> they make a beeline out the door and they get in the car. And Prissy proceeds to tell my grandmother, Sally, that while she was struggling to get her girdle down, <laughs> she farted shit all up the wall to the ceiling, and she'd been oh, in there for 20 God. minutes trying to clean it up and toilet Because <laughs> the place had just opened in like two hours. <laughs> and here she had cushioned it by shitting all up the wall. <laughs> Oh God! You said her name is Pussy Lips. What kind of name is her name Pussy was, Lips? Her name was Prissy Left. Uh, <laughs> the Pussy Lips. Okay. Not Pussy Lips. Oh Prissy Left. <laughs> oh God! Oh Christ! And now I've still got another one. The world's longest. <laughs> You're up next. The world's longest aircraft was brought out of the tanker in England over the weekend. <laughs> and people They <laughs> 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 know it wasn't like a huge
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank All you, right. Tom Thanks, Good Ciao, night, Tommy boys. So, so, next, so next week, if there is a next week, yes. I'll be oh. in now, 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 now. Yeah. You better go back to them woods and meet up with that old deliverance man. Well, he may come right up the damn mountain to me. Walk right yep. up I know the damn you know me. And go, and go, I know you know me. I know you know me. Yep. I know you know me. I know you know me. Now pass me that blunt. <laughs> I know you know me, homie. And squeal. <laughs> good night, Tommy boy. Good night, Tommy boy. By the way, I meant to to balance things out. I I am so sorry. I meant to include a uh, a joke about the Clintons in there, and I forgot to include it. So I do apologize to you, John Weeks. Right. I meant to, it was That's very. Fine. It was very top heavy on Trump, and I meant uh, I was going to include one about how uh, something about the Clinton Foundation emails and something, and then the punchline oh. was going to be like, usually when somebody asks Bill Clinton for a favor, it's a whole different. Or usually when there's an email for Bill Clinton about a favor, it's a whole different kind of thing. Something like that, you know. But I forgot <laughs> to put it. I forgot it. That's fine. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um. And so the third wedding thing that I needed to mention to you. So Friedman's wedding, we yeah. got the 70-mile trip to the barn. Uh, Jenna's wedding is in the Poconos, which really isn't bad. It's only two hours away. I don't even need to book a fucking hotel if I don't want to, so that's great. That's um, great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And um, the the third thing is, so you know how I went to that wedding in, well, the wedding was in New York on a boat, and the reception was in Northern Ireland, um and it's okay they provided a shuttle bus with snacks uh snack bus oh that's nice um yes but so so that whole thing happened uh and uh it was great but i get the i get the thank you note today the thank you card from the bride uh-huh. and i look at the photograph that they're using as half of the card and I thought to myself I think I took this picture and then Uh-oh. I go on Facebook and I look in my photo album and verify that it is indeed the photo that I took and they didn't give me any credit at all I mean for this kind of thing I, you know there should be payment there should be credit I mean at least just say Photo by Ryan Holmes yeah. or something like that. There's nothing. There's no indication of me at all, and it's not my fault that I had a better eye than the photographer. But you know, the thing is that they had photographers going on. There was this one kid, Liam, who had a very, very good eye. But the thing is, he just right. didn't catch that particular moment that I caught. There's a particular moment right. that I caught that is a very happy moment. It's on the boat on the river in New York, and. You know, and right. and I I put a filter on it, and I did, you know, and they used it exactly how I did it, and it's just it's all my work, and it's not being credited. You caught the magic moment, and you're not getting any credit for it. I think you got to bring it up. I it's think you going gotta, out you know, to everyone. Least, I think you got to send a competing thank you note, you know, based you know, and with your picture on it, and just say thank you for not giving me credit, and send it to all the guests. I think that yes. would be amazing. <laughs> yes. So what I did is, as a retaliation, I texted Joanna today 
uh, her daughter, you know, the bride, Rosemary's daughter, that, you know, my, more my age. And I said, mm-hmm. who sends out a wedding thank you card and mm-hmm. includes a picture and doesn't give any credit to the photographer? And I put an exclamation point and a question mark, and she just said, ha ha. That's it. I'm not joking. You know? I don't think that's ridiculous. That's not even adequate. That's, uh, that is ridiculous. This is there needs to be retaliation here. I think this is a yes out of line. This is ridiculous. You caught that magic moment, uh, and they stole that moment from you in a lot of ways. That uh, that's ridiculous. You have the eye. You have the eye. I know you. You don't take uh, you take the, the probably the, the perfect correct picture at the right time, and they stole your picture. I can't believe they did that. This is ridiculous. Uh, I would demand some credit. Yes. And, you know, she even joked, after seeing the um, the albums that I put on Facebook, the bride, Rosemary, right. like, made a comment saying, we got to put you on the payroll. And she was just joking. And, you know, I took right. it as a joke up until I got that card today. Now it's like, well, yeah. if you, you know, if you're not going to pay me, that's fine. But just give me the fucking credit. I don't understand. Yeah. How hard is that? Just put your little caption, Absolutely. photo by Ryan Holmes. You know, photo by Blaze and Rye, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is ridiculous. I think, uh, uh, you know, you got to either take some photos down or uh, this is ridiculous. There's got to be something that can be done here. Uh, they got to give you credit. They got to recognize that the, you took the picture. They just stole the picture. That's all they did. This is ridiculous. This is, oh. this is, the lawsuits happened this way. You know uh, what? I thought I thought of the perfect retaliation. What are you I do? can. I can just tell her son-in-law, Joanna's husband, that he right. drinks like a faggot. <laughs> like, oh, Matt, you drink like a faggot. That's what I'll do. You could do that. Yes, you could do that. You could, you could do that. Yes. I don't see I'm any sorry. other option here. I think that's the only option in a lot of ways. Um, you probably should. <laughs> but you said he's a little bit of a violent lad, isn't he? I don't know. I don't know if he's he was he was drunk and he said that whole oh they're drinking like faggots and I thought it was you know just horribly inappropriate and just like just very unlike uh I don't know you know um uh, it's the the New York bubble maybe that that I live in or whatever where we uh, accept each other you know and it's uh, it was just. Right, uh, right. Well, I mean, what you know, I'm not used to hearing shit like that said so randomly. Um, you don't hear it so, anymore at all. It's an inappropriate term, right. and uh, yeah. uh, actually, I've, I don't think I've heard that term since you said that for three or four years. Quite frankly, I, I only hear it on movies and movies or TV or something. Yeah, I mean, it That's was it. very. It was very ridiculous. And then that night, I said, you know, I said at night to them, I said, "Does he always say that?" And he, they said, "Yup." Yeah, uh-huh, and um, the uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Joanna's brother's fiance thought it was hilarious. Uh, I didn't see much humor in it, but Why? anyway, she was like, uh-huh, she, she thought it was hilarious, but wrong. I think it was, like, wrong but hilarious, and I was like, well, I hope the kids aren't going to wind up like that. And then they said, no, Joanna's got a, Joanna's got a good uh, influence on them, but that's their father. Okay. Uh, but the worst part about it was that there was this whole nice peace offering finally between me and this kid uh, that there was always bad blood between. 
and there was right. this, you know, we, we were having a good time together, as good time you can have at a wedding together, and then until right. until that moment, and that ruined everything. So um, it's amazing what one, you know, sentence can do. Anyway, uh, right. I'm, I'm pissed off about the, the birth, the, the thank you card. That's fucked up. All right? Rosemary, that's fucked up. Rosemary, if you're a decent <laughs> human being, give credit where it's due to Blazing Rye. And if, if you're a better human being, give him the proper payment. I mean, he took the picture. He took the picture that your whole wedding's based off of now. I mean, this is the magic moment. This magic moment. I mean, this is serious. <laughs> is that the this David Hasselhoff version? Yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> don't hassle the hawk. But he, um, Rosemary, she ended the the thank you card with uh, Hillary or bust, LOL, which I think she's going to vote for Trump. I think she's a Trump supporter. Um, Are you serious? I think so. I think so. That's just what it seems like. Or she's like neutral. or so. she, she thinks Hillary is evil, and she doesn't say anything bad about Trump, but she also doesn't say who she's going to vote for, but I think she's going to be Trump. Anyway. Um, could, she was one of the people, uh, you know, those the third party candidates. I don't know who they are. Oh, anymore. sure, for sure. Uh, Jill Stein, Gary Johnson, um, yeah, the some guy in Utah now or something. But there's uh, the um, what do you call it? Uh, I remember I posted on Facebook something about um, about uh, you know not voting for Trump and whatever. And then um, and yeah, then the, yeah, the, I saw that. Yeah. Okay, and then Rosemary who's Joanna's mom, and Flo, who's Christy's mom, were going back and forth arguing, um, you know, against Hillary and, and basically for Trump. Oh, and I then, saw that, yes, yes. And, and so it got to the point that my other friends were texting me and Facebook messaging me and <laughs> being like, your, <laughs> your friends are scaring me. And uh, <laughs> who, who are these people? And Michelle Kinney messaged me, the fuck Rosemary, like who the fuck Rosemary, and um, who else messaged me, uh, Bryce Paco, Paco texted me like who are these crazies on your Facebook, man um, so you know, I don't know I mean I know you're, you're, you're you may not be all that different than, than they are, so I, I don't mean to oh, insult God, I think the, funny, the funniest thing is like didn't you tell me like Paco, what's up with weeks and Trump, right, or something <laughs> no, that was that. That wasn't Paco. What wasn't that White Mandrew? No, oh, that that was White Mandrew. He was <laughs> like, "Oh, I love weeks, but what what's with the Trump?" <laughs> oh yeah, well that happened again. That happened again. Last time I saw him um, was a, <clears throat> two Sundays ago. We got brunch and I met their baby, their new baby. Uh, it was me, White Mandrew, right. and Christy, and my mom was there at the time. And um, Christy, right. I mean, White Manger goes, so you still friends with John Weeks, Ryan? <laughs> I, said, I, I said, yes, I don't unfriend people because of political differences. That's not what I do. Wait a minute. And are you serious? I, know. Are I you, am what, what dead ass. I'm dead ass, son. Oh, my. It's like this is like all this is what is on his mind constantly. Did he say, did he, did he mention Trump or what? Yeah, so then he says he posts all this Trump stuff, and I said, I've never seen Weeks 
really post Trump things. I see him maybe like something uh, that Trump says. Well, that's what I do. Or, I like things. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't see him actually sharing things. I saw him one time quote some ridiculous Trump quote, but I I don't you know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry. And, it's, but, yeah, it's, you, too, it's too funny. I think I've lost many friends because of this thing. I don't know why they would defriend you just because they like Trump. But, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Andrew, I think, is fixated on this. I think he yeah. loathes me. I think he loathes me because I like Trump. <laughs> I, think, I find it very – it's funny. I find it very funny because it's like something out of a Seinfeld episode or like a Curb Your Enthusiasm kind of thing. So uh, you're Trump, huh? You know, it's like <laughs> – yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, I, I have mutual respect for people. I, but, uh, you know, you can't do that. You can't just hate somebody just because they play like, I don't like his racism or his sexism or bigotry, but I like his policies. I mean, you can, you can do that. The policies that involve the racism and sexism and bigotry? <laughs> they're, not, they're not all racist. <laughs> they're not all racist. Just <laughs> some. Just some. Um, yeah, it's like... Oh, you're voting for Trump, and then and then you do this like close up on you, and then dun 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 understanding and uh, open person. I think that's uh, inc- incredibly rare nowadays. Uh, which is well, I think, li- I think likewise for the most part about you, you know, I, and I think Thank that you. both, of, I think both of us thrive in controversy anyway. I think both of us are always kind of, you know, I mean, between me liking people and musicians that everyone hates, like Hootie and the Blowfish right. and Counting Crows, or R. Kelly and stuff between that with me and between you and um, like liking just horrible people who run for uh, office. Uh, those things I think actually connect us more than they divide us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we understand each other very much. So and, yeah, uh, our history is strong. So, I mean, it, it, <laughs> I just find it. White major is very funny. I think I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I d- yeah, I don't so, think he uh, hates- you're still friends with John Weeks. <laughs> yeah, you still friends with John Weeks, Ryan? Um, that's that's that son of a bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Chili's too. That son of a bitch. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what's your favorite scene? She's the main man. She's the main man. She's my favorite scene. She's the main Gotta be. But the main plays a big rat. And here it goes. I, too, once had a family, Danny. Many years ago, I lived in Japan. (laughs) A pet of my master, Yoshi, mimicking his movements from my cage and learning the mysterious art of ninjutsu. For Yoshi was one of Japan's finest shadow warriors. His only rival was a man named Oroko Saki. And he competed in all things, but in nothing more fiercely than for the love of a woman. Hung Shen. Shen's love was only for my master, and rather than see him fight Saki for her hand, she persuaded Yoshi to flee with me to America. 
Masaki vowed vengeance. I remember it well as my master returned home to find his beloved Shen lying on the floor and that he saw her killer. Saki wasted no words, and during the struggle, my cage was broken. I left to Saki's face, fighting and clawing, but he threw me to the floor and took one swipe with his katana, slicing my ear. And then he went gone, and I was alone. What became of this Oroku Saki? Nobody really knows, Danny. But you wear his symbol. And that's my favorite scene. And she's a main main for Jermaine and Payne's main. Yes. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Which Ninja Turtles is that from? Which one is that? That's from the first one. Master Splinter. Like, like the first one in the 90s? Yep, the first one in the 90s. Absolutely. Oh, very good. Very good. Because it sounded pretty thank good. You, and, thank you. And the newer ones, I know, were Michael Bay, so the, the, di- the dialogue wouldn't be, you know, very good. Um, <laughs> and what's your favorite scene? She's a main man for your main brain's brain. I am so glad you asked. My favorite scene is she's a main man for your main brain's brain. Is is between this um, Amanda Baines plays this uh, kind of uh, evil anarchistic dickhead who wears a mask, and um, and and here uh, Amanda Baines is talking to a billionaire who wears a mask and cape. So it's the so the billionaire says, "Why didn't you just kill me?" And then Amanda Baines says. You fear, you don't fear death. You welcome it. Your punishment must be more severe. And then, torture. Yes, but not of your body, of your soul. Where am I? Home, where I learn truth about despair, as will you. There is a reason why this prison is the worst hell on earth. Hope. Every man who has rotted here over the centuries has looked up to the light and imagined climbing to freedom. So easy, so simple, and like shipwrecked men turning to seawater from uncontrollable thirst, many have died trying. I learned here there can be no true despair without hope. So as I terrorize Gotham, I will feed its people hope to poison their souls. I will let them believe they can survive so that you can watch them clambering over each other to stay in the sun. You can watch me torture an entire city. And then, when you have truly understood the depth of your failure, we will fulfill Raza Ghul's destiny. We will destroy Gotham, and then, when it is done, and Gotham is ashes, then you have my permission to die with the jello and the pudding and the Kodak film and the Theo. <laughs> you got to do your homework. And that's my favorite scene. She's my favorite man in the Wow. Yes. Yes. Woo! Incredible. Yes. I mean, that's... That sent shivers down my spine. That was scary. That brought me back to the movie and uh, how disturbing of a villain uh, Bane is. That's disturbing. It's interesting, isn't it, how disturbing Bane was, even though he didn't have – it was kind of almost like the opposite of the Joker, which was very much in your face and a lot of expressive stuff from his face, and his face is the whole – you know, with the scarred-up face. And then Bane, you never see his face, but he's still terrifying um, somehow. 
Uh, although the voice sounds a bit cartoonish, uh, very cartoonish. So, um, yeah. anything else you need to talk about? Any any new albums you need to plug? Anything like that before we go? Any any mousy stuff? Nothing right now. No mousy's still another <laughs> debut <laughs> album. It got pushed back. Martha Stewart uh, <laughs> is suing mousy right now uh, for you know copyrights to the song. She doesn't agree with some of the language used in the music, and uh, she's just not very happy about uh, what some language of the is on the album by Fifty Cent and whatnot. So I think uh-huh. it's uh, it's going to be a little while, but you know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll we'll hear something about the. Uh, yeah, but the single coming out. And what's the single called again? I, I don't know. Actually, no. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll have the title for you next week. Hopefully, okay. in the, the following week, I'll have the song for you. A snippet <laughs> of the song. A snippet. All right. A snippet. All right. Well, you've been saying that for about a fucking year and a half. So, I think <laughs> of no better way of ending this show by saying if it ain't showbiz it ain't a biz hit the brakes Florence and if you have a, a Barbie doll what are you going to do with that thing well you're going you're to make sure that she has the proper attire you're going to get her anal cat cavity with Donald Trump's face <laughs> on it and you're going to get her a turtle so that she can beat it to death because of its odor <laughs> <laughs> that's because what you're going to do with your Barbie doll like cunt I think. Yes. And also, just quickly, I just wanted to let you know, I'm not sure if I ever told you this or not, Weeks, but one time I was 12 years old and I was at a play, and I was, my family, we were family friends with Rip Torn's um, new wife, because unfortunately the old one is long gone, and uh, she directed the play, and there was an after party, and it was at a restaurant, and we were all at the after party, and Rip was there, and Rip has this um, paranoia that uh, the cops are out to get him, and um, he's, you know, <laughs> very, very uh, drunk. And he's going around arm wrestling everyone at the party, and he's beating all of them. But then, and remember, this is many, many years ago, but then it gets to me, and I had the grip and I beat him. And after that, he says, he goes, somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> you get better every time at that. <laughs> no one, no one holds a candle to Jonathan DeMar on that one. That's for sure. That's true. That's true. But you sound, you, I'm telling you, you sound almost like DeMar. It was very... It was a little chilling, actually. <laughs> <laughs> What's scarier, sounding like Bane Man or sounding like Demar Man? Oh, definitely Demar. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, Weeks. Good night, everybody. See you next week, man. Good night, Ron.